Welcome back to the program, Racing HQ Saturday. Great to have your company, and we're about to preview this Rose Hill meeting today, which is uh, very exciting. We've got three group races. We've, of course, got the Ming Dynasty. We've got the uh, Run to the Rose, and we've also got the Scirocco Stakes. You've had your scratchings as well this morning around the country. Great to have you with us on our Saturday program. Welcome back to our Sky Racing viewers, uh, Racing HQ Saturday. You can watch us on Sky Racing, or you can stream us via your tab app, or listen on your radio, Sky Sports Radio. Coming up in a sec, Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley. But firstly, Tom Moxon joins us from the Racing New South Wales Stewards panel with all of the information for Rose Hill today. How are you this morning, Tom? Going good, Luke. Yourself? Yeah, really well, mate. Uh, what have you got for us? Um, just in race two, the highway, we've got Miss um, Thatcher. Uh, the horse last start was held up for clear running from the 400 until approaching the 100, uh, where it was directed inwards to continue into clear running. The horse was beaten just over three lengths on that occasion with obvious um, excuses in the straight. Um, then going down to race uh, four with Gracie LaStyler, uh, last start at Rose Hill on the 26th of August. Um, the horse went back from the barrier and then more importantly was held up for clear running, was not able to be fully tested until near the 200 metres and on that occasion was only beaten half a neck. Uh, in the next race, uh, race uh, five, Vegeta Sand coming out of the Gracie Styler race, um, the rider reported that rounding the home turn, he was reluctant to shift to the outside of the field as he felt he may be forced extremely wide. Therefore, he elected to um, stay towards the inside where he followed the favourite through. But as a consequence, um, he was unable to obtain uh, completely clear running until the, near the 200 metres. And that horse on that occasion was beaten uh, under half a length. Beautiful, mate. Are you near a TV this morning? I'm not, no, sorry. No, that's okay. I'm just letting you know. Don't worry. We'll get your photo updated on uh, on the Sky Racing platforms. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> See you, buddy. There <laughs> he goes. Luke. Tom Moxon uh, joining us for a chat. Uh, let's introduce the panel now for our Rose Hill preview. We've got Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray and Andrew Hurley. Duff, welcome back. Uh, looking forward to this meeting. Yeah, uh, being a steward, you uh, age quickly. Uh, uh, <laughs> you spot look. that as well? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, that's all right. We'll get that fixed. You know what? It doesn't matter. Everyone makes uh, a little blue here and there. And I think it's... The, you remember those hackers I was talking about early? Mm-hmm. That, that's what's happened, I reckon. Yeah, uh, The sure. hackers have got in the system, Duff. Yeah, it's... Uh, that might be a little steward's joke. They might have sent that one in. I like that. That's a stitch-up. I yeah. uh, love it. I hope so. I hope that's the case. I love a steward with a sense of humour. Uh, Brad Gray, good morning to you, brother. Yeah, good morning, fellas. It's like those social media photos or sometimes in the newspaper you see the... Yeah. Well... What about your the photo? The journalist there with a photo from, yeah. from 10 or 20 years ago, and you're just <laughs> hanging on. I'm going to be in that scenario soon uh, as the age tick by. But what about my photo? What about it, Well, Luke? I was just saying, mate, you're in, are you in front of uh, flowers, or what's behind you there? It's uh, very that floral be, and vibrant. It's outstanding. Yeah, that must be, that must be the, uh, the wedding shot from my brother's. Uh, oh, beautiful. Was, yeah. Outstanding, yeah. mate. Uh, well, uh, look, it looks good. You look great. So um, happy days. As long as you look the part. Exactly. How do you uh, how do you think we'll go today? This meeting is pretty good, isn't it? We get to see these uh, nice three-year-olds again, which is good. Yeah, yeah, the run to the rose. Obviously, that's going to uh, make the golden rose picture a little bit clearer. But just looking through the markets this morning, i tell you what, the punters are up and about. We did speak to Tim Ryan oh. there on Formon on Thursday, and he was saying that there was so much confidence uh, from the punters already uh, in the few weeks prior to that it was a little bit more cautious in terms of what the pundits were doing but yeah looking at some of these prices that have trimmed up uh it seems like the pundits are rushing to back a few of these favorites so yeah hopefully they get home for them 
Punters up and about, are they, this morning? Andrew Hurley, as I say good morning to you, you'll have all these tab.com.au markets for us. Yeah, certainly will. Luke, this is a really good program today, and I like it from a betting perspective as well. As Brad said, they've, they've chimed into a few, but, um, you know, it's a great thing about racing, and it's time of year particularly. Uh, everyone's got an opinion, and it shapes it up every week that we get through these meetings. They're shaping other races, and that's what I love about it. Uh, you would be up and about, I'd imagine, after the Broncos last night, uh, Luke, they were fantastic. Where the Broncos, the yeah, mighty Broncos. Do you know a good hills? What about that defence, uh, hey? Uh, yeah, no, they were fantastic. As I texted to that Reese Walsh, he's a oh. very, very special player. He's a freak, mate. Uh, he's an absolute mm. freak. Uh, I think they obviously now are in the box seat to make the grand final, 80 minutes away, so really exciting and yeah, as a Broncos fan, I was obviously wrapped. So, uh, yeah, long may it continue. Um, well, we've critiqued, critiqued Brad Gray's photos. I've got to say, Hurls, yours is pretty good as well. Gee, those <laughs> teeth are shiny. And I think that might be the old English sale grounds in the background, if I'm not mistaken. It is a good photo, isn't it? Gee, you're a handsome man. <laughs> Too many buttons done up. <laughs> yeah, yes. I, I, well, they insisted on it. I wanted it sort of down just with the open jacket. <laughs> but, uh, no, they insisted I put it on. Uh, no, it's a few years old, that one. Yeah, you're usually um, a bit of an open shirt, man. You like to relax and just... Uh, how many buttons yeah. up top are undone these days? You're running three or you're back to four now? Yeah, no, it's getting the warmer weather. We'll get to four shortly, <laughs> but it's still three. What do you think of that, Bradley? <laughs> it's Larry, but I like it. <laughs> Let's uh, crack on, boys. Good four today, Rose Hill Gardens. And uh, looking forward to the thoughts of the panel. We start with the midway, race number one. It's over 1,200 metres this week, Hurls, and you've got the market. Yeah, a few scratchings here, but uh, nothing significant in terms of uh, deductions. Three by two, bend the knee. Zero, Lancaster Bomber, Noble Empress, Secret Spy, Crossfire Road and Bracewell. And just two cents to win for Headstocks. Uh, let's go up the top. Mayrose, 10 to 11, back to $10. 9.50 into 8, Defiant Heart this morning. 31 to 34, putt for dough. Divine Breath, $26. Irish Kisses, 34. Bunker Hut, our favourite, 4.20. Been 440, 420 all week. Very solid. $8 Bundina, 51 at Miss Ciccone. Iron Man, $5. It's been solid all week. 17 Glacier Queen. Spicy Hot Pot, 13 to 12. Michelle's Girl, 51 to 41. And down the bottom for Gary Portelli and Zach Lloyd, $7 into $6 for Extreme Spirit. Best back this morning uh, is Defiant Heart. It's nine fifty into eight dollars. Investment wise, uh, the most popular is Extreme Spirit uh, in front of Defiant Heart this morning. And yet, Defiant Heart, ever since the market opened, holds more money than any other runner. Yeah, and who's on Defiant Heart? I saw a flunk mm. there, five dollars fifty. What's happening there? Um, Was there a little gremlin in the system, or? Uh, no, we, we went up as much as nine. Are you talking Defiant Heart? Fifteen yeah. we went up, nine fifty into eight dollars. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what's happening there, but I did see on the app there to get into five dollars fifty. Oh, don't briefly, be so, so pedantic, Brad. Just I don't know. know. I'd just like to know what's going on. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing on the tab site too, buddy. Uh, five fifty there, um, eight fifty to five fifty. So I'm not sure if that's just a, a tab yeah, maybe just site a little... glitch or what's doing. Yeah, potentially, potentially. Yeah, I was no, going to come on and say, you... geez, he's heavily backed. Mm. Yeah, that, mate, that's, that 550 is probably a 20-second job. It might be a, the old uh, tomato sauce fingers again, too. So, yes, uh, okay. It's $8.950 $8, this morning, and it's still yeah at that $8 quote as we speak. 
All right, it does happen. So speed-wise, well, there's two, probably your two most natural leaders have come out. Now, they were outside the market, but they did change the shape of the race, that being Secret Spy and Crossfire Road. What happens thereafter? Bunker Hut won't be far away, and maybe even Defiant Heart finds himself out in front for the first time out to 1,200 metres today. Irish Kisses has got speed, but first up 1,200 metres. I don't know if they'll push the button. So a bit of a tricky map now to, to really attack with any confidence stuff. Yeah, look, it's a it's a funny one. It's um, yeah, they want to be on their their game here, the the boys and girls, as far as uh, riding the speed of the race, because it's open. Look, it's open for something to show a little bit of intent. And I'm half hoping it might be Bunker Hut here. I think 420 is acceptable. I suppose you want to see that he's in order after only one soft trial, and he's he's trained up to win, and the market isn't in love with him at this stage but I just think he's got the best form uh, for a race like this one of these midways he's better than that so look I'll go his way the fresh blood is the young three-year-old extreme spirit he's a city winner he's always I think Gary quite likes the horse when I've heard him interviewed about the horse in in the past and um, he should map a little closer from that draw as well uh, defiant heart yep Boy, oh boy, that was a, a really overachieved there in that fast race there. Uh, last start behind in Extravagant Star, and he's third up now and probably ready to go. And I'll throw in Bundina. It's just been needed those couple of runs back from a spell, this horse. And I think that uh, now that he's got a better draw, he could even race closer. He's been in, on speed in the past. Really. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a funny one, and not only uh, as far as the race is concerned, but the map is concerned. The other one I've got a very close market watch on here, would you believe, is the bolt, one of the bolters, Irish Kisses. Now, uh, just a very soft trial, and, um, yeah, just uh, might be a little set up for a bet here at Big Odds. 8, 20, 3, and 9. Yeah, I've gone 3, 8, 11 and 2. I am in the corner of Defiant Heart and just trusting that he can uh, repeat what he did there last. Uh, it was a career best uh, where he really hit the line and match motors with Smashing Eagle. Now, when you're matching motors with Smashing Eagle, you're doing something, right? So I've spoken on the fact that he does have to stretch to 1,200 metres for the first time, but I don't think this is going to be a fast run, 1,200 metres. Uh, so that might suit. So, yep, hard enough to beat at around that $8. I think that's fair enough. Eight Bunker Hut, no knock there. Uh, remains with Michael Friedman despite that little change of ownership. Uh, now with Derby, but uh, he, I guess you could say he's been a touch hit and miss in terms of his career to date. I know he's only had a handful of starts, but if he does run up to his absolute best form, uh, of course he's mighty hard to beat here. Iron Man, big watch on him. Can you see what the market does with him late? So he's first up. Uh, on the back of a trial win at Hawkesbury, on the strength of his maiden win at Kemba Grange, you would have thought he was a horse that can rip through the grades. And two May Rose, these scratchings don't help her. Uh, she likes to find her feet and rattle home, but was particularly taken by the way that she's trialled ahead of her return. Three, eight, eleven, and two. Darren Flindell has seen them this way, 20 on top to beat 11, 8, and 2 for Darren Flindell in that opening race at Rose Hill. So he's with extreme spirit as we move to the second event, which uh, hurls is the Tab Highway and an important scratching here of the one-time favourite, Take the Kitty. It's come out. Exclusively tipped by uh, by Duff on Thursday night, suggesting it's gone to Hong Kong. Is that right, Duff? Yeah, it got sold to Hong Kong. Oh, so right. yeah. uh, we won't be seeing him around anymore. Gee, I hope but... he's, a, he's not a wet tracker, though. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> but, uh, he is a... Um, yeah, you get him with a low rating there, obviously, and... and uh, you know, capable of winning a few races there for sure. They've had some rain up there, Hurls. Um, gee, it's some pictures filtering through. The the joint's flooded. Mm. 
That's of extreme weather all around the world at the moment, everywhere you look. All right, um, let's start with that uh, deduction. It's significant. 29 by 18, take the kitty. Overlord, 2 by 3, water peach, 0. Nullify, 1 cent, the win. Lundberg, $23. $8, chase my crown. Possibly so, 41. 21, just go bang. Uh, support this morning, Ollie's secret. 8 to 8.50, uh, now into a $6 quote. 34, keep on going. Our favourite is Missile Leader, 3.40 to 3.30 this morning. 4.40, 4.60 now, Atmospheric Rock. Miss Thatcher, $5. Master of Rewards is 81. 34, Montebello's Charm. Stormy Prince, uh, Stormy Witness, rather, 41. 126, Gypsy Ronance. And Woodsy is a $71. Uh, Ollie's Secret has been popular this morning and throughout the week. Missile Leader also chase my crown. It's not an overly busy race at this stage, however. Yeah, there are more established backmarkers there are than horses that make their own luck, but it should still be okay. Keep on going. Woodsy, Ollie Secret have all got some speed. Miss Thatcher uh, wouldn't be too far away just punching up in behind here, Duff speed-wise. Yep, um, I'm with uh, Miss Thatcher. I think she gets an opportunity to win another race here. We all saw the other day most of the eyes were for Take the Kitty, but uh, look, she was held up just as bad. And uh, I like the way she run through the line after securing daylight um, when it was too late. So... Look, she's ticking away in this type of race, in these type of races, with a few little excuses along the way, and this is her opportunity to win one of them. Um, I think Ollie's Secret's the danger. Uh, like to look at that midweek form uh, at Canterbury last start, and prior to that, a good solid Class One winner. But uh, look, he's a horse with racing style uh, that puts him in the position to to win here. Uh, Eleven atmospheric rock. Backmarker who needs a lot to go right. Backs up within a week of a first up run where he, he looked amazing. It was a huge run. Uh, so if he can cope with the quick backup, he's certainly got very good credentials. Uh, but just where he's going to get to in the runs, a little concern. And Chase My Crown, she's a genuine mare and could well be the forgotten horse here. 12, 7, 11 and 3. Yeah, it is the most conventional setup there, is it, for Atmospheric Rock backing up uh, a week after resuming. However, 1,400 metres looks to suit. Uh, he half-fluffed the start there seven days ago, and he was pretty much put out of play, but I love the way that he stuck to his task, and he didn't really have a horse to follow into the straight. So if he can build off that, he's going to be hard to beat. Three of his six career starts to date have been in highways, and he's one of those horses that he's going to knock one off sooner rather than later. 12, Miss Thatcher. Uh, I like the fact that she's been ridden a touch more conservatively in her past two, and there's been a nice response there. As Duff said, no luck whatsoever last time out. Uh, should be able to just camp in behind the speed here and get a chance. 10 Missile Leader, a good market move there. Uh, he's the untapped one. I uh, didn't really know how to line him up. He's a little bit tricky, but listening to, to Keith Dryden with you guys this morning, he's a horse that he clearly has a, a big opinion of. It just came down to uh, where he drew and how big of a head start he's going to be forced to give away. And I agree with Chase My Crown. Uh, she's a, an ever-present in these highways and very rarely runs badly. I can't expect that uh, to be the case again today. So, yeah, throw into your trifectas and first fours. 11, 12, 10 and 3. Darren is with Miss Thatcher, guys. Uh, 12 on top to beat 7. 7, 11, 10 for Darren in race number two, the highway. We go now to the third on the program, and it's over 2,400 metres. Andrew Hurley with the market. Vincenzo, the only scratching, 9 by 10, the deduction. Too much caviar, 210, $2, now 210 this morning. 330 to 340, Duke of Hastings. Nordic Pride, 13 to 12, $13 Olympic Gaze. Right, a couple of bets about it early in the week. Uh, Yukon, nine fifty, ten dollars casual connection. Karma Zone, fourteen and one hundred one C 
see treasures. They've pretty much cleared out on these two favourites here. Uh, too much caviar this morning, as I said, 210. Duke of Hastings, 310. That might tighten up. Actually, it's 340, but I think that might tighten up somewhat uh, between now and start time. Yeah, it looks a pretty straightforward map here, doesn't it? Too much caviar straight to the front, and then you file in thereafter. Um, maybe Nordic Pride is the one that could keep too much caviar company in the, in the early stages. You'd like to see some early intent with Duke of Hastings to hold the back of too much caviar. It's just whether he's got that natural gate speed to do so, Duff. Yeah, it's interesting um, as far as who's going to chase this leader. Who's going to chase this leader? I thought Yukon, maybe. Yep. Uh, uh, but I don't know. Uh, there's just no tactical effort from any of these horses to do go anywhere near too much caviar here look i'm throwing at the stumps with casual connection i know he was just playing the other day but geez he was very well fancied uh, in the market i think he's obviously a 2400 meter horse i think third up 2400 with blinkers back on and i just think he's the biggest improver coming into this race uh too much caviar very hard to beat all he's got to do is run 2400 to win um, Bayless will just rate him, rate him, rate him going fast enough to be that length or two lengths quick uh, uh, in front and do the Waterhouse bot thing quick enough before the turn and get them all let their wheels spinning with his um, uh, with his acceleration he'll be hard to beat uh, Two Duke Hastings is flesh, fresh blood uh, with good staying form so he'll outstay most and best of the rest is Yukon who it's been a while for old mate but he He's worth it. It's worth giving him a, a crack at this distance now. Uh, six one two five. Yeah, I've gone two one six three. We've both seen it a similar way, and just trying to find something to beat the favourite here. When you first do the form, and you see a dollar ninety about a horse that's unproven over twenty four hundred metres, you just go looking a little bit left field. I've gone with the second favourite. Good to see some um, support there for the Victorian Duke of Hastings. So the stable have always had a reasonable opinion of him. He was good there last time at Mooney Valley on the back of a fantastic ride, but winning over 2,500 metres. Uh, stamina is certainly no query for him. Too much caviar. The only knock was the price. Uh, $2.10 is probably getting to a more of a, a fair quote, but he's going to get complete control. So it's not going to be a, a tough run, 2,400 metres, and he's got a fantastic grounding for this. Casual connection. I can see the case there. Uh, he's been given a, a nice little grounding there with two runs in Midway Company, where uh, he was well back last time out. He gets the blinkers on, so in some intent to be read into that setup. And Nordic Pride. I know we're having to tie in uh, Wagga form, but he was dominant there last start, so just has to bring that to town now and do it on top of the ground. But he has got some tactical speed. Two, one, six, and three. Darren Flindell, and in race number three, he's gone one, two, three, and six. One on top, too much caviar for Darren Flindell. Ahead of race number four, 24-hour foal cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life, saving surgery cover and the extended foal policy until the 2025 yearling sales, all with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. Let's go to race number four now and Andrew Hurley with the market for the Randvet Handicap here, Hills. Yeah, and the scratching here, well, as far as deductions are concerned, Welsh Legend Zero, Ivan's Hero, 10 by 10. Shot of Irish, $41. Unspoken, there was money for it early in the week. Unspoken went up nine fifty. It's now a $4 chance. Two forty, two fifty. Grisilla Styler. Danish Prince, 8 to six fifty. Louvois, 26 15 highlights, $41 bet about it. Momac, 26 26 Bluff and Bluster. And Venelope down the bottom, it's a $4.60 chance. It's been solid right throughout the week. Grisilla Styler, fellas, 
he go to the world one more time. <laughs> Brad, oh. one more time, Brad. Oh. One I more time, brave. Brad. <laughs> I thought I was brave tipping you on top at $3.20. Now I'm going to do it at $2.50. Oh, this anyway, is great. This will be epic anyway, viewing. Uh, anyway, Matt Wise, Danish Prince, Louvoir, and Momac. So three go-forward horses, and all like to be handy. So I imagine that generates uh, enough pressure and everything thereafter in behind. Uh, certainly gets their chance stuff. Oh, yeah, I think so. They've got a couple of running types here, so we've yeah. got a genuine, a genuine race we could do the form on. And I like the look of um, Unspoken first up. He's at his trial win for confidence. He's an import, and he's second racing prep. The winkers go on, the blinkers come off. He's good, fresh as a rule. And I'm expecting a very, very short forward showing um, to beat uh, the, the likeable Grisilla Styler uh, today. A fit horse coming, chiming in off a hot speed here is ideal for him. And uh, uh, National sorted him out today. Uh, best of the rest, I thought, was Vanellope, who uh, the blinkers may just work with her. She just seemed to lose interest mid-race there the other day. And Danish Prince never, ever runs bad. 2, 3, 11 and 4. Crassella Styler, 3, 11, 2, and 4. So 77 weeks now. Uh, but as Duff touched on, the fact that How Nash long, sticks, How 77, long? 77. Gee, it's a long Did spell, you, isn't it? Didn't you see him get home? Nash got home, <laughs> Able Willie there on Wednesday. <laughs> what and it was that? two years, so Crassella Styler. Cracking ride, that was. Wasn't it what? Up the fence there. Uh, I think Nash gets a kick out of, of riding horses like those, those little problem childs and gets the bit between the teeth. And yeah, I he think he'll get the job done here. He was patting him for 10 minutes after the race. He must, he must have got a kick out of it. Oh, boy. I thought he won the Melbourne Cup. He was patting Willie, eh? Yes. That's good to hear. <laughs> As you were, Brad. That's right. Grassola Styler, Vanellope, uh, 52 kilos. You'd just like to see her show a bit of tactical speed, wouldn't you? And, and use the draw and just park up in behind that genuine tempo. But I think she is a coming winner uh, because she's got too much talent to, to be stuck on, on what she is at the moment. Uh, so, yep. Another win close for her. Two unspoken. I can see Duff's point there. Uh, he's an import in his second campaign. How often do you see them jump out of the ground? I like the way that he's trialled. I like him kicking off at 1,500 metres. And he should hold a spot himself in behind the speed. And Danish Prince is always hard to rule out. Probably comes down to how much pressure he has to absorb in the early stages. But he loves Rose Hill and he loves the 1,500 metres. 3.11, 2 and 4. Darren Flindell, 2, 3, 4, 7 with his selections, unspoken on top for Darren. And, Brad, I'll change your life here. It's uh, mm. Vanellope. Oh, it is Vanellope. Vanellope. I think I've had about nine different goes, and I thought I finally settled on the right one. I, yeah. like, like, I only well, know I went envelope. Vanellope after hearing Brad absolutely adamant it was Vanellope. No, so, uh, don't worry. I've just changed recently as well. your lead, Brad. That's about the last time I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. I <laughs> oh, can lead Straight you down the, the wrong path, can't you, <laughs> man, Brad Greyhill? Absolutely. Jeez. Race number five, gentlemen. Uh, he can lead you to the odd winner, though, the great man. Don't worry about that. He 1,800 metres, benchmark 78, and Casino Kid number one up the top here. Hurls? Yeah, this is um, unfortunately been knocked around by scratchings. Osbred Rising Sun, two by one, zero Louvoir. Hollywood Hero, eight by nine, nine by nine Holstein. Real Peace, one cent the win, and Rosero, zero. How good are you into the red? 185, 320 Marquez, Fujita San, five dollars, 14 Kabaka, Pirosa, 16 and 31 Casino Kid. As it says, it's a shame we've got uh, quite a few scratchings here. Most popular runner is the favourite. Uh, that is how good are you?
Yep, and she goes straight to the front, and it's going to be hard to chase down. Holstein and Hollywood Hero both coming out, just take away that extra layer of speed. Uh, however, you know, 1,800 metres, I think that they'll still roll along and just let her quicken off that, uh, as she did there last time out, where she was so dynamic. And Marquez still gets his chance, just camps right on the back of the favourite, and it comes in down to an interesting battle that last couple hundred metres. Yeah, look, it's um, become a lot easier for how good are you, because I just thought maybe Hollywood Hero or, or Holstein could put that little bit of pressure on approaching the turn but oh, look I'm, I'm still gambling on my quest here um, I just like up at 1800 and with his pedigree and was a bit of a funny race the other day stop start sort of thing so I was hoping uh, for a little bit more pressure here which look I, I think Brad's right she'll still run along that's her style and it'll be, I think it'll be nearly as quick as last, better quicker than last time anyway I think I've got her on top of how good are you. He'll be very hard to beat the way she's going. Still in a first racing prep, but no indication she's training off. Fujita Sand Smallfield suits, uh, but probably would have liked more pressure for him to uh, just chime in late as well. And Pierre Ross is similar. Uh, 1,800, I don't think she'll go any shorter than that, the way she just doesn't go. And um, no freshness at all the other day, but she hit the line well, well late. I'm... I'm two, two, nine, six, and three. We've got nine, three, two, and six. So we get a, a like-for-like comparison there because a couple of weeks ago, 1,500 metres, they both won on the same day, these two favourites, and how good are you? Mm. Or ran six lengths faster time. However, the little asterisk to, to that is the fact that they were completely differently run. So there was no speed whatsoever in that Marquez race, so it's very hard to run overall time if there's no speed. In the first half of the race, it turned into a sprint home. But I want to trust that form reference. Uh, Amir going through the grade, she comes off a career best, and who's not to say that uh, she can't improve further off that. If you like her, I think you have to make a case for Pia Rossa at big odds. Has she been too quickly to be forgotten? She has a task in terms of turning the tables, four lengths to turn around, but she was only first up, and she was doing her best work through the line. So out to 1,800 metres, is a big tick for her. Marquez, hard enough to beat. He's a horse with untold upside himself. A lightly raced galloper there with Godolphin. And Fujita Sand didn't have a lot of luck in that sprint home behind Marquez. And he too looks well placed out to the 1800 metres. So, yeah, an interesting little race here tactically. Uh, but the edge is with the favourite, but well found. $1.90, 9 3 2 and 6 there are the thoughts of Brad Gray. Darren Flindell, what's he saying here in race number 5? Six nine two three for Darren. He's gone with Fujita-san. He can't get that trial out of his head, Darren, uh, before he resumed. Uh, six, nine, two and three for DF. We'll take a break at the halfway stage of our Rose Hill preview and come back with plenty more other side of this. Looking to take the next step in your career? Marcus Oldham's Advanced Diploma of Equine Business Management gives you the skills for a rewarding career in the equine industry. Open up unique opportunities across the world in racing, bloodstock, stud management, breeding, horse health and marketing. There are even pathways to higher academic study. Visit marcusoldham.vic.edu.au forward slash equine to discover why our students have such impressive employment prospects and love this course so much. 24-hour fold cover for 24-hour-a-day peace of mind. Options for life-saving surgery cover and the extended fold policy until the 2025 yearling sales or with HQ's renewal extension clause. Visit hqinsurance.com.au for more. Be sure, insure with HQ. Sydney springs to life for the exceptional Everest Carnival. Be trackside for world-class racing featuring the new seven stakes plus the shorts and T-Rose stakes. And don't miss a live performance from Hot Dub Time Machine. Sydney Surf to Turf, September 16 at Royal Randwick. Book now at theracers.com.au. Sports Report.
First up this morning, big news for our national sport, cricket. Cricket? The... Sorry, but our national sport what? is not cricket. Yeah, it's Aussie rules. No, it's rugby no, league. cricket was played first. Soccer's played the most. Football's probably no, played because... the best. Well, the world would argue yeah. swimming. We serve more than we, we ski almost no, as much no, as cricket. Sport is our sport, and it's all better on the Tab app. Tab, we're on. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Pick your favourite Kia. From the award-winning Kia Sportage to the street-cred delivering Kia Seltos or Kia's most powerful car ever, the all-electric EV6 GT. Book a test drive today to find your chosen one. Find out more at kia.com.au or drop into your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Racing HQ. Brought to you by HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. And Bet's Friends on the Tab app. Follow the Racing HQ Bet's Friends team for all the team's tips. What are you really gambling with? Welcome back to the show. Great to have your company on Racing HQ Saturday. We've looked at the first five races at Rose Hill Gardens with Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, and Andrew Hurley, and now we're going to move to race number six with our preview of this meeting. And Andrew Hurley, it's the first of the group races, the Scirocco Stakes. Yeah, good addition of it also, isn't it? Uh, more Secrets comes out just one cent the win. We've got a Tissue, $51, $18, Espiona, $9, Zugotcha, Sunshine in Paris, $8, Zapateo, $250, $260 now, $280, I am me, Queen of the Ball, $9, and Cinderella Days, $21. Uh, they're having a good little duel dollar-wise here, these top two in the market. I am me, uh, popular this morning. Uh, however, Zapoteo on the back of a couple of decent bets in the last half hour clears out in, well, holding oh, about uh, 45% more than what Zapoteo is. See, when you're getting a, a price of $18 about a Coolmore Classic winner in the Espiona, you know you've got a good race. Mm. Yeah, you do, don't you? It's really clearing out. The punters are just suggesting that it's a, a two-horse wall out the top. Uh, there was Zapatea and I and me. It's going to be curious to see which horse jumps favourite, but it's going to also be a, an interesting battle of tactics early because you've got three go-forward horses. You've got Queen of the Ball, who could hold the front if they want it or could take a sit if the speed is too hot in the early stages. That depends on how much intent there is with Cinderella Days, uh, who Joe Pry did come out and say that she's probably a more comfortable horse when she's got galloping room as opposed to being cluttered up in behind. And then I and me, there's going to be, have to be some intent there early uh, to offset, well, it's a, a bit of a tricky draw on paper, and uh, hence the reason why Zapatea is so popular. Uh, she just goes, thank you very much, and lands in the box seat, I'd suggest. Uh, yes, I agree with all that. Um, I do feel that when she got into 225, it was a bit ridiculous uh, in a race like this, and I'm still thinking 260, 270 may be a little ridiculous because there's some good, there's some really good filia mares here. Mm. Uh, and um, they could be dangerous if you if you can if you can run on. Um, I'm expecting this track to be very dry today, uh, which I'm, I've got no issue with. Um, so uh, yeah, I'll just keep an eye on that. But uh, I look, I'm with Zapateo. Um, does she, is she really good? Is she better with a little softer track, maybe, uh, than we're going to get today? But look, she's won. I think she's won one race on a dry track. Um, Yep, I'll gamble. I, I, I've got her on top, just uh, losing a little bit of confidence. I think when that rain was falling yesterday, she was uh, much more likeable. I, I, I've backed Espiona here. I, I'm shocked she hasn't mm. firmed. I'm, I'm shocked she hasn't firmed. 
Um, like the way she's been trialling, two trials, hard held. And if you can, if they do overdo it, you watch her rush home. Um, massive odds at 18 or $19. Zoo gotcha, just too good a mare not to give another chance off that 1,100 metre run first up. I concede maybe once 1,400, but the way they're going to go here gives her an opportunity to run on strongly with her class. And no knock at all on IME. It's just where she fits in and the, and the price factor again. But she, she's a lovely mare, and if she does win here, there will be a lot of Everest talk about her. Five, two, three, and six. Five, seven, six, and four, five, Zapateo. Uh, I've got her on top as well. So I had that second trial on Tuesday. That says that she's pretty screwed down for 1,200 metres first up, given she wasn't a scratching there uh, over the 1,000 metres in the Concord last week. So against her own sex, maps beautifully and I love the way that she's trialled there's every chance that she can go to another level again this time back queen of the ball wouldn't be too quick to forget about queen of the ball either uh Barry one yeah she'll have to absorb some pressure but uh she has proven that she can do that in the past and I thought she was excellent there behind Paracel first up and that was on a soft track she's even better on a dry surface so every chance that she gives some cheek I and me hard enough to beat uh, but as I've spoken about Tactics early uh, will be critical to her chances, but you have to respect that she wasn't all the way winner of the Missile Stakes. Uh, their first ups is to suggest that she's returned well in sunshine in Paris. Keen to see this bear back, uh, her first run as a four-year-old, and if she can build off what she did at three, uh, yeah, there's some nice races ahead for her over the carnival. Five, seven, six, and four. Let's see what Darren's uh, done here in the Chiraco. Race number six, he's gone uh, this way in this quality mare's field. Zapateo, number five, to beat six, seven, and five. What do we make of her having the Tuesday trial before racing on a Saturday, Duff? All, all sweet with that? Uh, yeah, no problems with that. That tells me the horse is thriving. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it needs another gallop. It's, it's eating up. It's doing well. Um, let's go. Let's get her tuned down again. So I know I've got no issues with the midweek trial. Because just a reminder for our listeners too, Brad, she was in last week to run in the Concord. Yeah, she was, and honest, they were half bullish, weren't they? Suggesting that she was going to run a race uh, in that. So if she was going to mix it with the big boys, then you'd like to think that she's going to be super competitive against the mares. So I think the stable are pretty happy with the way that she's come back, Zapatero. And just on the trials, guys. I mean, Duff, we we've talked about them, but gee, they're they're red hot trials. She looks airborne. Oh no doubt, no no, she's um, uh, she has really looked airborne, and um, just looking, you know, if you go back through those last few runs. You know, in Adelaide and whatever, she's been well back in the field. But that surely that's not the case today. She does have gate speed, which she has showed at those trials. Yeah, she's got a horrible run of barriers there. So finally yeah, drawn true. a marble today. Finally, yeah. um, can we just add a bit more meat to the bone with Zoo Gotcha, guys? Um, what do we make of her first up run? Because uh, if you're a ratings man, um, you look at a career snapshot. Brad, that was actually her lowest career rating there. But maybe yeah. the 1100 was just too short. Um, blinkers on today. Is that a sign that... There's a little bit of drama in the camp, or are they just tinkering around and trying things? What's your read there? Yeah, I imagine that's just to try and sharpen her upper touch, isn't it? Because Chris Waller said before the preparation that they still want to learn about her in terms of whether she's a sprinter, whether she's a miler, could she be a horse that could turn into an Everest horse, or is she more of an Epsom candidate? So 1,100 metres first up, we found out that she wasn't quite sharp enough. She was okay in a, in a race that was pretty much uh, on-speed dominated, wasn't it? So... But a split time, you would have expected to see a little bit more from her, albeit she did, what, carry 58.5 kilos. So I guess the jury's out to some extent, but as Duff touched on, she's too good a mare to dismiss on the back of one mediocre performance, and you'd think she can only build off that. I want to wait until I see her over a touch further. I just don't know whether 1,200 metres is going to be far enough for her, particularly on a dry track. However, she is all class, so yeah, keen to see. Hopefully she does bounce back for her supporters. 
It's a defining moment for her today, um, as far as if she has come up. Look, she has to run well here uh, for a mare of her ability. If she puts another one in like that, um, she just may not have come up, up and might need to freshen up or, or uh, rethink about things. I remember John Hawkes saying to me many, many years ago that with mares, you either got them or you haven't got them. That, you know, you're not gonna, if they haven't come up, they're not going to click a button and push them into form. You've got to stop and start again. And, and, and I, I, I've always stuck in my mind that, and I always look at it, and he's so right, you know. So yeah, if a mare's out of form, it's very hard for them to get them back mm. into form in one preparation. Yeah, spot on, Duff. One listener, no name to this text message, but uh, a listener's just texted the show and said, Zapateo, boys, it will something in, starting with P, Brad. So um, that listener's keen <laughs> about her chances. <laughs> <laughs> yes, fair enough. I like it. Plenty of uh, confidence. I love it too, mate. Uh, you, let's... Can say the P, you can say the P word. That's not a swear word, is it? Oh, well, I'll bring it back it's if it is. <laughs> what do you reckon, Duff? Is it borderline? <laughs> well, if anyone's going to bring something back, it's you. Well, it, it, it rhymes with hiss. Let me just say that, punters. <laughs> Let's kick on to the Ming Dynasty, guys. And this is a an interesting race. Well, big Tom uh, hurls. He's out there in a, a wide barrier, but um, that might not be the worst thing. He's a unit of a horse, this Gallop. A bit like yourself, hurls. He's got a physique <laughs> like you, Tom Kitten. Big boy. Powerhouse. Well, you're not getting the $11 that you got first up uh, for it. It's the favourite. It was $11, $12, then back to $11 at SP that last start. But, um, yeah, it was a bad result for Tab. So, um, yeah, well done if you've got that price last start. Uh, four by four, Griff comes out. Zero, Extreme Spirit. And Zardozzi, three by three. Tennisaur, up the up the top, eighteen dollars, twenty six dollars for Townsend. Tom Kit now favourite, three sixty, three seventy now, three fifty. Went up four sixty Wednesday, twenty three for infatuation. They're keeping this very safe end cap. It's four dollars and rock solid. Nineteen for Kale Wolf. We've got Vomo Island thirty four, one twenty six. Steel Blaze, Congregation 23, $11 Kintyre, Cafe Millennium 23 to 26. Jukasi was down to run at Kembla today, would have been the biggest moral of all time, uh, but it's taking this race on. Oh, you would have got it beat, Hurls. <laughs> you would have got railed now that you said that. Those <laughs> uh, in glass houses, uh, you got a, oh. you got you got a champion uh, retired last week on the back oh, of what, three gosh. losing weeks on the behind the yeah. gates. Molly. Please tune in later, listeners, to behind mm. the behind the gates for our early crow segment, a new segment where you heard about this stuff. You, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll give myself up. Sorry to interrupt you, Hurls, but my early crow last week is where we make a prediction for the day. Mm. Duff, mine was, I retired Nature Strip. I, I, that's how good I'm going on the show. I said he'll, he'll win, he'll, he'll return, and he's been retired. So <laughs> oh anyone wants a horse uh, stopped? Just, just give me a head start just, before I go. We oh, today And I sunk two multis last week, Duff. My leg was the only one to fail, so I'm going like a bastard. Uh, confidence not, lost, nothing lost. Oh, it's not lost, but it's getting <laughs> getting a little bit shaky. <laughs> anyway, Hell, sorry for that interruption, but I no, just you're right. I'm a number... disgrace. I'm a disgrace. <laughs> Fine, mate. Uh, Kate Ferret, number sixteen, fifty-one dollars. Raff Attack, nine fifty. Ashfall, eleven and eighty-one to one hundred and one. Missile Defence. Just on Ashfall, Brad um, Luke, I believe you had a text this morning asking mm. for that to be added to the Spring Champion. Uh, I've done that, and the boys have put up eleven dollars. Uh, sorry, twenty six dollars for the spring champion. You're a good man. Uh, I say eleven dollars. Yeah, that's yeah, no. skinny. Eleven dollars. Why didn't they put it up fifties? <laughs> well, yeah, oh, not yeah. charity. They're not too uh, generous. If you ask for a, if you ask for a price, 
Mm, that problem. means yeah, there's someone wants to back it. So that means <laughs> they put it up unders. Hey, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, Tom Kitten getting the nod dollar-wise, but uh, NCAP has been very, very popular also. Yeah, well, where does Tom get through to from the barrier? Uh, can he get a three-wide running line, potentially? We've got a field of 16 after three scratchings. I imagine there's some early intent uh, with Townsend and Rafatak from their wider gates. Uh, you've got Infatuation, who has shown pretty good speed over shorter journeys in the past, so 1,400 metres. She shouldn't have too much trouble holding a prominent position. And then you've got Vomo Island. Uh, I did note throughout the week uh, something that Peter Snowden said there regarding him, and he pretty much admitted that they may have been riding him a uh, touch wrong, and he's better if they can bang him out and put him, put him up on top of the speed. So, yeah, I think all being equal, uh, once they find their spots, they might be able to back off. But in the early stages, they might be a little bit busy. Yeah, look, it's a very, very hard race to map. Very hard race to map. So I'll just leave that, let that unfold throughout the day and listen to any um, changes of tactics there. I'll go with NCAP. Hopefully he can stay closer than midfield here, not give away that draw. And then you've got to uh, you know, think, well, can he be ridden like that and still go well? So look, I'll leave it to Preble and Gary to sort that out and, and NCAP himself where he lands. I think he's short enough. Uh, but I think this sets up beautifully for him as far as the timing, and he deserves a change of luck. I think Ducasse is the danger. $19 would be ridiculous. That's more realistic now. Um, but ridden quietly here, a lot's got to unfold with him, for him, as with the favourite Tom Kitten, um, because he, he has to go back to a certain extent. Uh, but he did monster them there first up, I must say. And 17 Raff Attack interests me. Another one that could go forward today and freshen up. Nice trial since uh, an impressive midweek win. The other one, uh, I wasn't expecting him to run here with no jockey, Tan Hauser. I have to have a second think about him. Mm-hmm. His second trial was a big improvement with those blinkers on. 5, 15, 3 and 17. Isn't it amazing the difference it makes for Tanhouse for the shades on? He did say he couldn't keep up. He was being 27 lengths in one trial. He comes out two weeks later, over 900 metres back in trip with the shades on. He runs a cracker behind Osmosa, so he's going to be hard enough to beat in a Coolmore. So, yeah, it's crazy what the gear change does for Tanhouse. I've got him in the mix as well. I've got him fourth pick. I've gone 5, 12, 3 and 1, end cap. So we're both going... Uh, with NCAP here, we're not getting the same price as we were last time out. I think he's still a bit of a work in progress. He does some things wrong, but doesn't he have an engine? So if he can just park up that little bit closer, get the brakes when he needs them, 1,400 metres, I wouldn't think holds any fears. He's a horse that can run some seriously fast closing splits. Congregation, he's another roughie that I want to throw into the mix. I like the way that he's trialled ahead of his return. I know the latest of those was on the synthetic, uh, and his two wins were by narrow margins, but I just love the determination he showed to win both of those. Tom Kitten, hard enough to beat. Where did you get to from the draw? But his first up win was there for everybody to see, giving away weight. And Tannhauser, uh, we've spoken about him, but I wouldn't be too quick to dismiss him. He was outstanding in that. JJ Atkins, travelling deep. Just got to see him come back as a three-year-old, but I think he will. 5-12, 3-1. It's not hard to work out your pre-post best. What price did you get osmosis in that pool? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Brad, what price? <laughs> I haven't backed him. I was actually looking at him the other oh, day. Okay, oh, too good, yeah. He was, it was like $8. I was like, we might get 26 bucks about this. No, $8, yeah. too good. Oh, all in betting's nearly shot, boys. They just cuddle them all. Oh, it's getting harder, isn't it? Oh, it's getting, mm. getting harder. End cap for Darren, 5, 3, 8 and 15. That's another one. Osmosis, another one. J-Mac, he'll be howling at home. <laughs> another one he's got to watch. Return. Uh, a bit of interaction on the text line here too, guys. 
Uh, hey, boys, Raff Attack blew them away the other day. Gee, it's going to be hard to beat that from Ringo. What do you think? I know Duff's got it in the four, and lads, if NCAP gets clear air, it wins with a leg in the air from Crossy. Uh, so a bit of interaction with the show, Brad, which we love. I know you didn't find a spot for, for Raff Attack, but uh, you mm. would have seen him have that tick over trial recently. Yeah, I really liked him on the Kenza that day where he did blow them away, but that was over 15.50 in Maiden Company. So I think this might be a run that he needs on the way through. If he doesn't, look out as we go towards a spring champion. But I don't think he's a horse with a turn of foot. He's more of like a horse you can just get on top of the speed and just grind your rivals into the ground. So if he can get across, yeah, maybe. Um, he can give some cheek, but he's a nice horse going forward. It's amazing the text line at 9 o'clock race morning. Everyone's just got out of bed and yeah. had, a, had a Friday night out. This is a moral. This is a certainty. And can we re return their text about 5 o'clock this afternoon? <laughs> uh, there's another one here. Get on with it, Luke. Um, that's another one that's rolled in. So, guys, can we just slow the preview right down uh, just to really stare up that listener. I apologise. I'll keep it moving as best I can. That's the Ming Dynasty. But you're right, Duff. Um, we get held accountable. But the listeners, they throw in with the no name on the text declaring things. You get some good mail, but some are bludgers of tips. <laughs> well, we all got them. <laughs> oh, do we what, Duff? Do we what? Uh, run to the rose, boys. This is where things get pretty exciting. These three-year-olds race number eight. And it's a group two, 1,200 metres cylinder. What price is he now, Hurls? Two dollars. Extraordinary. Uh, congregation, one cent the deduction, zero the place, zero missile defence, and Kadinsky abstract comes out six by seven. Militarised, $16. Cylinder, $2. Got into one ninety five late yesterday afternoon. It's back to $2. Libertad, four sixty to four twenty. dollars uh, seven fifty to $8. Don Corleone went up 11 for it. Uh, Chrysler is a $41 chance. Butch Cassidy, 12 to 11. Morabia, 13. 18 to 19, general salute. And Nadal's been spec this morning, 23 into 17. I've looked at this race over and over again and cannot believe that we're still betting double figures for Butch Cassidy. I go the Butch. More on him in a moment, though. So there is a potential that this race is going to be set up for those on top of the speed because I don't think there's a lot of pressure on paper. So maybe famous last words, but I've actually got Cylinder leading uh, with Butch Cassidy being handy, Libertad being close up, and Moravia being the one horse from the wider gate that can show some intent and might find a spot just in behind the speed. So, yeah, an interesting battle of tactics here, Duff. Yeah, interesting this morning with Tyler saying uh, Michael wants... Um Moravia will, at this stage, go forward in this race, which is probably a wise option with um, a few... Yeah, yeah, look, on paper, it does look like Cylinder, Butch Cassidy, Libertad, but Don Corleone actually led a trial the other day. They, they showed intent with him. Moravia can go forward there as well. So uh, uh, maybe a little bit more pressure than what we first thought. In saying that, I'm gambling that he will train on from the first up win at Caulfield, um, uh, cylinder, uh, the stable seems happy with him. He's a very well-performed colt, and I think he'd be very hard to beat. It'll take a good horse to run him down. That good horse may be Libertad, uh, the unbeaten horse, who pops in behind him here, gives him every opportunity when he quickens on the turn. So it could be a, a great race here. I, he's too good a horse, militarised, not to run on strong with a flashing light at the finish here. And five, Christ saw a similar. I, I just think 40 to 1 might be a little bit silly, him just watching it all unfold in front of him from barrier one. And I'm expecting him to really lengthen late. But look, there's other little angles here. There's a, this race is with loaded with 
with horses with maybe big upside, but the upside's already on the table with Cylinder, 2, 3, 1 and 5. We have gone with those on speed, 7, 2, 3 and 1. I can't believe I'm going to agree with Hurls, but here we go. Butch Cassidy, uh, 1,200 metres. He was fantastic there in the San Domenico Stakes. I love the way that he hit the line once he got clear. So 1,200 metres, big tick, uh, dry track. I think that's another big tick for him, and he's clearly returned well with a stable uh, that's flying. Gay Wardhouse and Adrian Bott. So at the each-way quote, I don't think you can go too far wrong. Two-cylinder, yeah, he's the horse to beat. Uh, so he's $2, he's well-found, but he's going to get on-speed favours. He can only improve of what he's there in the vein stakes. Libertad, undefeated. Can't do much more than that, can you? And he's going to get another lovely trail just in behind the speed, chasing four on the bounce and militarised. Can he win here first up? I wouldn't have thought so, but he is the horse we're all going to have eyes for after the race as he goes towards grand finals over 14 and 1,600 metres. But seven, two, three, and one. Let's see what Darren's done here. He, uh, in the run to the Rose, has gone this way with his selections in race eight, seven, two, three, and nine. So he's singing from the same hymn sheet as you, Brad. Uh, Butch Cassidy for Darren. I guess the thing with militarised guys is it's all wet form. We just don't know, do we? But, um, yeah, he, he really adds to the interest, doesn't he, Brad? Yeah, he does. Uh, how forward is he going to be? Well, Duff saw him out there on the track the other day, and uh, he was kind of gushing in terms of how well he looked, and that came across in that track gallop, even on watching it on TV. Uh, him and Shinzo just looked in A1 order. So if he runs up to his looks, look out late. It's just a matter of whether he's going to get the pressure here uh, to suit. But as you say, Luke, yeah, maybe he does like getting his toe in the ground, but it's probably a little bit inconclusive. How's he looked, Duff? Militarised. You saw him last week. Oh, look, he galloped with Shinzo there. He looked amazing in the in the skin and like he'd done well with a break. Um, how forward he is, I'm not sure. He, he, look, he's you wouldn't want him too wound up for a 1,200-metre race to start with, but obviously his form says, you know, get me to a 1,400 a mile, maybe even further, but uh, you just don't respect the horses with his talent that have been, um, that, that did what he did in one preparation. Yeah, very well said. Let's go to the Theo Marks, guys. Uh, good Epsom lead-up, always this, and uh, 1,300 metres of Group 2 level hurls, the inevitable up the top, the Tassie horse. Yeah, this is the strongest betting race of the day at this stage. Nine by nine, Zugotcha comes out. Seven by eight for Tamerlane, while Planet and Deep Snow, zero, and Militarised, three by three. These fluctuations have bounced around like a pinball machine. We've got the inevitable 12 to 13, back to 12. 41, Kerwin's Lane. Now, Kovalika, we went up as much as $4.60, have not written a bet for it. It's out to seven fifty. Nugget's been popular, 11 to $6. Ditto Golden Mile, it's 11 to 7 uh, Sorry, $11 Wednesday, uh, $7.58. Now, $7.50 again, Golden Mile. Uh, Madame Pomeroy is a 6.50 chance. It's pretty much held its line throughout the week. Cross Talk, 6.50 to 7, back to 6.50. Our favourite, Argentia, $8. Peaked at $9 at one stage, albeit not for long. 4.60 to 4.40 this morning, 3.70 at one stage. 51, Flying Crazy. Waterford, 11 to 12, back to 11. Commando Hunt, 81. And oh, Cuban Royale, a $23 chance. Really strong betting race. Uh, Agentia, as I said, we uh, we bet uh, $8, got to 9 now $4.40. Golden Mile, uh, well-backed, along with uh, Nugget and Kovalika, as I said, but absolutely friendless, albeit 460 was probably a little bit rude. Yeah, which is a little bit safe, wasn't it? Probably in hindsight there, Kovalika. Uh, but he's got a, a big campaign ahead of him. But a big scratching this morning, Tamerlane, as far as the speed goes. That should allow Crosstalk to come across and find the front without too much trouble. Golden Mile can hold a spot 
Uh, Gentia can hold a spot, and you'd think that Madame Pomery won't be too far away by default from Barrier 1. Yeah, look, it's a funny map with, uh, obviously, the pressure coming from Tamerlane out wide. So, um, yeah, you might be right with Golden Mile with the blinkers back on today and cross talk 1200 the 1300 yeah i suppose fresh he goes forward for sure so interesting race i i'm with argentia look she went it's the first time she went forward in her life there the other day and she sat three deep no cover and was pretty good so i'd suggest there'd be intent to ride her relatively forward again here today and uh, i think she just sets up best third up now against a lot of first up horses she's fit she's running a couple of nice races the missile on the show county um, I don't think she'll get any shorter than that because there's a few little options here but I've got her on top, pretty keen that she'll run well. Madame Pomery was great first up behind Pericles, we know he's ranked the form last week and she has that uh, a beautiful draw in barrier one and uh, she should be around the mark if she can put two together three Kovalika again, similar to Militarizer too good a horse to leave out, good horses always sprint well fresh and he'll hit the line hard here probably uh, with a negative ride and, and finish off strongly. And 14, his stable mate Waterford uh, should run well. Uh, first up as a gelding, and he has performed very well, as we've seen in the past, when he's been fresh. So he goes in. Is there no talk at all? Well, I know I haven't got him in my numbers about this top weight, the inevitable. He's a very good horse. The only defeat, I think he won six straight, and then he was only beaten in the All-Star Mile by less than a length by Mr Brightside before going for a break. So I, I think he's a real mystery runner today, the inevitable, with no talk about him at all. Nine, seven, three, and 14. Yeah, I couldn't find a jump out or a trial or anything for the no. inevitable to get any kind of handle on how well he's come back. But the stable There's happy no cameras. to bring him straight yeah. here. Yeah, Seven There's Mile no... Beach he's been yeah, going up. Yeah. Most barrier trials at Seven Mile Beach yeah. are hard, hard to get vision off. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> if anyone can do it, you can, Duff, so yeah. sort us out, see what you can do, a few contacts. But 9, 3, 4 and 7, I'm with Argentia as well. Uh, total agreeance there with Duff in terms of the setup. Uh, she's the one with the, a couple of runs under her belt, and she hasn't had any luck in those two runs. So due a change of fortune, should slide forward and get a chance to, to break through for the first time for Joe. Kovalika, just want to respect him purely on quality. I don't know how good he might be, but he, he could be scary good, this horse. And if he wins here, uh, as he marches towards an Epsom and a Golden Eagle, who's not to say that he won't win both of those? Four Nugget, he's a Group 1 place getter over 1,400 metres. So 1,300 metres uh, is fine. This is only his second campaign in Australia, and he, he's still lightly raced. So you'd think he at least holds that form from last preparation, which measure, measures up here. I'm not surprised to see that mark support for him and Madame Pomery. Uh, holds a, a spot there. From the fence and wouldn't have to improve much on what she did there first up where she was a flashing light behind Pericles. Nine, three, four and seven. Darren's with a Brad, Madame Pomeree, number seven on top to beat nine, three and fourteen in race number nine. As we move to race ten, the last hurls, eleven hundred metres here. Yeah, just go back to Argentia. We actually bet eleven dollars for a couple of hours on Wednesday afternoon. So just uh, backtracking there. So um, hopefully you blokes got uh, a bit of that uh, nope. double figures. Not me. Off. Not guilty. Brad? No, no. Nope. We're all too slow. Very slow. Okay. Shatak was standing in the barrier. I missed the 750 red card as well. <laughs> <laughs> that was going very fast. Yes. Gone yeah, that didn't didn't last long at all. Uh, and it is our favourite for the last. Uh, we're looking at a quote now of $2.80. Just go through these deductions and can tell you that uh, Cotair 
Four by five dynamic impact, one cent to win. All right, on the lead, $26. We've got $10, 11 now $10 for Maotai. Uh, extremely lucky, 750 to eight, back to 750 $10, bet about it. Uh, 750 red card, fair income, 310 into 280 now. Quick tempo, 19, 126 for High Court, Munition, 61. $12 will linger beast. Uh, Airman's been solid, it's $5, 19 or debt, and smashing Eagle, 5 to 550, wrote a bet of $1,000 on it not long ago. In terms of popularity, yeah, uh, Red Card's now becoming one of the best-backed runners on the card. Yeah, the old blast down the last with Red Card. Well, she'll bounce out and she'll put herself right there. I think she'll have munitions for company. Uh, you'd think that Maotai can hold a position. Fingers crossed he bounces clean. And Willinga Beast, just by default, barrier one, uh, should be able to hold some kind of trailing position as well here, Duff. Yeah, I think she's a good thing. Um, yeah, just... Um, yeah, this, there was only issue I had with it yesterday when it was raining, so no problems at all now. Better the day. I'm very, very, very happy Cote scratched. I just worried about him jumping and bolting here and just upsetting the apple card as far as this race was concerned, but no, everything's sweet now. I think she wins. Uh, extremely lucky is the one I want to give it another chance to. Blinkers, dry track, back to 1100, and Nash. Um... Smashing Eagle will do his thing, running on strongly. He'd love a bit of pressure on the on the leader here. And, geez, there's some wraps on this thing. Airman, um, very interested to see what he does here, but uh, he's got a, a quite a good-looking record and thrown into a very strong race here first up um, and, ex- and has stayed rock-solid in the market, which is a good sign. 4-3, 13-11. Yeah, the biggest thing in her favour is tactical speed, isn't it? You look at the main dangers and they're all back markers. So can they give her a three or four head length head start into the straight? Rose Hill, dry track, 1,100 metres and run her down. That's a big task. So I'm also with her. And I've made her the best bet across the meeting as well. Smashing Eagle, uh, he's going to be hard enough to hold out. He's got no weight on his back. He is up in grey, but he is sizzling at the moment. He just needs a few things to, to fall into place. Two Mautai, well, at least he's got some tactical speed. Uh, $10, I think that's fair enough. He has been a... A bit of a drifter. First run for Annabelle Nisham. I like the way that he's trailed. Extremely lucky. Yeah, you want to give him another chance. Uh, so a few things were against him there. First up, it was a wet track, 1,200 metres. Here he is, dry track, 1,100 metres, and the blinkers on. 4, 13, 2, and 3. Darren, in the last, he's gone this way. Numbers are 4, 11, 13, and 3. Ron Duffersey, what is your best for Rose Hill? Yep, the last. Red card, you've got to be very patient. And I think the next best is in the second last. Argentia should run well. Have a good day, Duff. Thanks, guys. There's Ron Duffersy, Brad Gray, your best. All aboard. Race 10, number four, red card. I think it'll open her in for a big day today. And best value, race eight, number seven, Butch Cassidy. I'd be very surprised if he's not finding out the finish there at an each-way quote in the run to the Rose. Have a great day, buddy. Thanks, guys.